Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a wonderful 10th of October, 2022. Happy Thanksgiving out there to all my Canadian fans and fans alike. Yes, that's right. Gobble, gobble, and more hashtag dramas. More BS in our parliament, people celebrating Thanksgiving with record high prices, and more drama coming your way. Stick around. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Christy Canuck Podcast, episode 188. I'm your host, Christy Canuck. That's right, gobble, gobble, and more hashtag dramas. Interesting past couple of weeks since my last episode here in the podcast in regards to ridiculous inflation, food costs, and hashtags apparently going around to some political leaders' uh, YouTube profile. That's right. It's a big stink now in the House of Commons with the Liberal Party and some kind of MGTOW hashtag that's been attached to Pierre Polyev's uh, profile, apparently. Now, we've talked about the hashtag incidents before, especially with the Trudeau must go hashtag that was popular on Twitter there a few weeks back. Yours truly put it up there as well, you know, being a veteran, paying taxes, all that good stuff. I got so sick of federal taxes and you too, my lovely audience, getting sick of federal taxes and all the political BS that the Liberals have promoted and provided for us since 2015. Like I say, if you uh, you know like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, share this podcast, all of your social media platforms. And I want to say a thank you out there to all of you wonderful people. I'm now at 10,100 subscribers. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 10,100 subscribers. Yeah, wow, that's great. I am tickled pink, not only because uh, of you, and my efforts that I put into making this podcast what it is so far today. Uh, it's the amount of sharing that's been gone and going around and people weighing in and comments and all that stuff too. So it's built up over the past few weeks, especially at 10,100 subscribers. So once again, give yourselves a round of applause for the awesome subscribers and awesome supporters of the Custody Connect podcast. And let's try to get 10,000 more, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to make this uh, podcast a full-time commitment, but it's going to take people like you out there to make that happen. So please uh, follow the links in the description. If you want to donate, please donate. Like I say again, if you like, subscribe, and enjoy what you hear on this show, please click like, subscribe, comment, and share this all over your social media platforms. So like I've said earlier, uh, episode 188, gobble, gobble, and more hashtag dramas. That's right. It is the Canadian Thanksgiving out there. To my American friends out there, we celebrate Thanksgiving about a month earlier. Uh, one would say it's because the harvest is done earlier in Canada. Uh, one would also say it's economically sound. And another would probably say that it's just for the sake of shits and giggles that we have a turkey day to gobble, gobble, gobble. Okay, yours truly here. My wife has made a wonderful Thanksgiving feast. We had it yesterday. Uh, we went out, we actually bought a turkey, bought some stuffing, with extra money that we did save this month. And we had a wonderful dinner. And I want to say thank you out there for those support and comments that I've received the past couple of weeks uh, in regards to the show and people wish me a Thanksgiving. So thank you. 
for giving me such wonderful praise. And I want to say happy Thanksgiving to all you out there too. I know times have been tough for a lot of us folks, uh, especially some of the fans who have written me some really detailed uh, emails saying how hard it is, but they've coped and they've managed. And all I can say is uh, hopes and prayers to you as all out there uh, in these trying times. Needless to say, we shall persevere and overcome the inept and dull <laughs> performance that we have received from our leaders. So like I say, Thanksgiving, I give thanks to having a wonderful audience to yourself. I give thanks to having an awesome wife. I give thanks to having a great family. And I have given thanks to whatever gods are above watching us as we speak, that we've kept our sanity and kept ourselves alive all this time and actually had the sheer integrity to put up with our leadership and their BS all this time. So come up later in the podcast, I will be putting up some video in regards to the new hashtag. Uh, apparently on Pierre Polyev's YouTube page, there was a hashtag uh, understanding the MGTOW movement. Now, of those who don't understand what MGTOW is, it's basically men going their own way. Now, what I understand of the MGTOW movement is this. There are just a bunch of single men who are tired of, well, they're not sexist, they're not misogynist. I'll get to that word later. They're just men who are tired of the relationship norms. Okay. And I can honestly say about maybe 11, 12 years ago, when I looked at my life, I wasn't really into relationships. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a terrible thing to have a relationship with a significant other. It doesn't matter what your orientation is. Okay. But what I understood of the MGTOW movement, at least the early days of it, were just men saying, look, we don't want to be domesticated. We don't want to get involved. We just want to go out and do our thing without being weighed down or being told what to think, what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and why we should do it. Okay. Now, somewhere along the line, it turned into some kind of uh, incel movement, what have you, you know, and yet yeah, there are incels out there, but there are incels that are male and female alike. Okay. So the dynamic of lonely guys sitting in basements playing with their keyboards and playing video games and collecting their Star Wars figures, uh, that's a reality, but not every one of those individuals is afraid of getting into a relationship. There have been people over time who have spoken out against it, who do dwell in their basements and worry about their feelings when they should be out in the goddamn world making a difference. But that's not based on sex or gender. That's just based on character and personality. Okay, and then I've said that too. Now, I have per personally witnessed a few people in my life through my years in the military and outside of the military that have gone through absolute sheer hell in the name of relationships. Now, I'm not demeaning anybody who has a successful or semi-successful relationship with somebody. It takes time to build. It takes work. It takes dedication. Okay? Romance has to be inspired, not demanded. Okay? And sometimes people get burnt so many times that they don't learn, and they go in this vicious circle of around and around and around they go. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me. And I've also witnessed on both sides of the spectrum, okay, on the female side and the male side, right, where there's a giant list of expectations when it comes to coupling or dating or even casual sex. Now, when I look at the MGTOW movement, 
I don't look at it as a terrible thing. I don't chalk it up there with racists or actual sexist or misogynist or misandrics. I chalk it up there with just another movement and another facet of our society. It just happens to be part of a lot of men who have been hurt. Okay. And sometimes they want to get back into it again. Sometimes they don't, but they're basically making rules themselves saying, look, I'm not going to be part of this. If this means I have to be celibate or means I have to go out with coupling or copulation for a while, then so be it. Let people be, let people do their thing. Let people enjoy their lives. Stop laying expectations on people. Every time you hit it off with somebody. Okay. Stop expecting magical things to happen if you are not willing to cast a spell. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just a reminder, folks, too, this episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast is brought to you by Free Speech. More important than your feelings. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'm an advocate for free speech for the following reasons. Because it's the basis of our civilization. How do you get the point across if you can't speak your mind? How do you get this across if you can't say this or if you can't say that? Now, I'm not saying go out of your way to be rude to somebody. People have said that there's repercussions for saying what you want. Yeah, there is repercussions. But not to a point where you have to lock somebody up or fire somebody or have them canceled. Because you're annoyed or because you're offended. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. We've all seen the memes on that. We've all seen the hashtags on that too. But back to the hashtag of MGTOW. And especially on this Thanksgiving Day. One of Canada's favorite and most economically, well, economic holidays. Just like every other holiday. People out there are spending money. Some people are spending money they don't have. Just to have a good meal to sit down with the family and say, yeah, I'm glad you're here. But when I look at the whole MGTOW movement, regardless of what politician has that tag on his or her profile or YouTube page or political page or whenever they send a tweet or a Twitter or whatever thing they send out there, what gets me is that these politicians, okay, have used that in the House of Commons. Now, I'll put some video up here to explain this to you as all. Okay, for uh, my listeners and viewers out there, too. Miss, uh, of course, you know, Deputy PM, Christian Freeland, Mr. Speaker, <laughs> Mr. Speaker, I'm so offended. I will put a video that, of course, Global, our favorite people at Global Television have put on uh, to emphasize her points in regards to how it's so sexist and unsafe, unsafe for women in this country to be in politics. Oh, and yet there she is. Interesting. I'll even uh, put a a banter between uh, Justin Trudeau and Mr. Pierre Polyev. Now, I really disagree with Trudeau, and I partially disagree with a lot of Polyev's uh, policies, too. Now, he's economically sound. He is. Okay. He actually has a background in economics. But my emphasis is this. He is also a career politician, too. Now, I have nothing against anyone who wants to stand up for what's right in this country. I believe we should be socially liberal and fiscally conservative, meaning you do what you want with your time and efforts. I do what I want my time and efforts. I buy what I want. You buy what you want. What you do with your money is none of my concern. What I do with my money is none of your concern. Back and forth, back and forth. You can still live in harmony and have a great time. 
when you follow those basic principles. But the past seven years, since 2015, how has our government allowed us to live in any kind of harmony? Right? To this day, they call us polluters because we use gasoline and our combustion engines. Right? They call people that harvest crops polluters. People that heat their homes polluters. And you'll see in any parliamentary footage since the House stood up again in September, uh, how we are polluters. Oh, there's no, there's, there's, there's no, there's no price on on polluting. Uh, polluting has been free all this time. We have to end it right now by punishing everybody who goes about their daily lives. So you're basically you're calling the whole country, every car owner, every farmer, everybody who works in a farm or any kind of industry that has you need fuel to get to work, eat your home. They basically called 99.9% of Canadians polluters to justify these carbon taxes. Okay. So where's the logic in that? Where's the voter base saying it's okay to do that? Oh, we love what you're doing. It's good that Justin's doing that. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Said no one. Okay. So that's where you get the dynamics of, of people who vote for comfort or vote for safety rather than logic or common sense. Okay. Now, I personally don't care who you vote for. I just hope to gods, to the gods, if they're watching, okay, I hope to whatever powers that be, okay, that if they do call another election, let's hope in another year, right? Let's hope there's a non-confidence vote that rears his ugly head because the liberals are failing. There's nothing liberal about these guys whatsoever, okay? I'll do a breakdown here for you. When they first got in, they, okay, the, the campaign was sunny ways, sunny ways. And, and you put people in positions based on gender parity, not based on actual qualifications or actual merit. Okay. How did Miss Freeland merit to be the deputy prime minister? She is a business journalist. Okay. She is a business journalist. She has no business looking after the country's finances, let alone being deputy prime minister. Do we even need a deputy prime minister? That position is only allowed should be allowed during wartime or if the prime minister is under some kind of threat right but no let's give her a job and make her feel special yes okay your deputy prime minister you're second in command of the country oh whatever right a lot of other key positions just handed to females because they're female okay now i've personally worked for and worked with females in the service and every one of them in the service earned their position. Why? Not because of their gender, because they had the actual intestinal fortitude to get the job done. And we're not seeing that in our politics today, are we? Mm, interesting. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at krustycanuck.ca. So as we venture further into this void we call Canada and, you know, our country, our home and native land, we're seeing more and more people that are willing to bring us into a bigger void to put us into debt. The liberals want to incorporate more carbon tax. They want to incorporate more of these taxes to, to stop pollution, to pull us out of, the, out of debt. You want to pull us out of debt. This is what you can do. You can open up the floodgates when it comes to the oil production in this country. Set up the market. 
so we can get things done. Set it up, right? Tidewater is good to go. Just a handful of white liberals that are protesting who don't want it to happen because there's other interests in our oil, right? There's also speculation, and uh, apparently there's a, a few police stations that are set up in Canada sponsored by the Communist Party of China. All right, interesting how that's working out. And our federal government refuses. Now, unless I've missed the news or something like that, but they still refuse to acknowledge the Iranian uh, guard, I think it was. The individuals that were responsible for shooting down that plane two years ago, they refuse to acknowledge them as terrorists because there's some kind of hidden agendas in between both parties that are interested. Right? So maybe it has something to do with Iranian oil versus Canadian oil or OPEC. I don't know. But I hope you, my wonderful audience, can figure it out for yourselves. Something's fishy there. You know, I, just, I, I just don't see the logic in, in our government who's saying they want to protect Canadians and they're fighting for the women's rights in our, Iran, but they wouldn't fight for our rights here in Canada. And they treated our truckers and our frontline workers like absolute garbage by incorporating the Emergency Measures Act out of panic and by freezing bank accounts because apparently they're funding terrorism. And they didn't freeze the counts of terrorists. They froze the counts of single moms, single dads, working class Canadians, a few police officers, average people like you and me, ladies and gentlemen. And it didn't matter if you gave $20 or $25 or $50 or $100, your bank account was frozen. So it goes to show what kind of power grab and how desperate they really are. And this proves how desperate they have been the past 10 months in regards to how this country is going. Right? So time will tell. Clock is ticking. Right? It's amazing how a lot of people just don't see that light. And we here in Western Canada, maybe we're fortunate. Maybe maybe there's some kind of barrier when you cross the <laughs> when you cross the borders and there's some kind of barrier that wakes people up or closes their eyes or something. I don't know. Okay. But cities cannot live without rural communities, and rural communities cannot live without cities. Right? It's a constant exchange back and forth. It's basic marketing. It's basic trade and commerce. It's basic socializing. Yeah, there's governments that want to change that. You know, I drive a truck to work every day when I'm working. So, yes, I burn fuel. And the weather is changing out here in Western Canada. It's now October. It's getting a little cooler in the morning. Still kind of warm in the day, but a little cooler in the morning, cooler at night. So we need that heat. And there are people that live all over this province, other provinces, and Ontario too, especially Ontario. I remember some of the winters in Ontario. They were horrendous with certain snowfalls, especially after Christmas. So you're going to punish everyone in Ontario that wants to turn up the heat in the name of safety and climate action? You're just taking money. That's all it is. Now, when I look at Pierre Polyev, who's actually taking a stand, even though I did mention he's a career politician, you know, he is actually taking a stand against these grabs, these tax grabs, these cash grabs. I myself, I don't want to do it anymore myself, but who knows? Time will tell. Anyway, I'll just keep the video here. Uh, Miss Freeland talking about the whole MGTOW issue and everything. Oh my goodness. Yes. You know, I'll just queue it up here for you right after this. Oh, sorry. A little technical difficulty here, but uh, I think you see my point. <laughs> I'll get to that momentarily. But uh, I think you all see my point too. Canadians aren't stupid. We're not stupid people. You know, uh, I'm guilty as everyone else, sometimes being naive to certain news reports, uh, naive to certain judgment calls. Okay. 
But when I sit and I watch the mainstream media and I watch other independent media as well, right? I like to use my own opinion. And I encourage you, my audience, to use your own opinion too. I encourage you all to get out there in the world and think for yourselves. I don't expect you to do anything you don't want to do. And nor should, should, should you, nor should you. Should you uh, do what is right for you? Yes, I think so. I think you should. Yeah. And I think everybody in their right mind, <coughs> excuse me, everybody in their right mind should do the same. Anyway, here's a little blurb from Christopher Freeland, and I'll just play it here for you once I get it queued up. <laughs> so we'll just get this sorted out here, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. And uh, please enjoy. Uh, about some Pierre Pauly abusing uh, Intel hashtags in his YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm a feminist, obviously. Uh, I am a mother also of young women and a young man. And I think we need to be, all of us, very, very aware of the sexism, the misogyny that still exists in the world today. You know, Canada has spent a lot of time, I think quite rightly, focused on the horrible oppression of women in Iran. And as a country, we stand with them. But I think that we can't ignore the reality uh, that women and girls, especially women and girls from visible minorities, face real threats and challenges in our society today. And I really hope all political leaders would agree with what I consider to be very basic, uncontroversial statements. And we need to be sure that every single thing we do reinforces that and makes Canadian women and girls safer and not less safe. Okay, firstly, just because there was a hashtag attached to one person's profile, that doesn't mean there's going to be never-ending misogyny and sexism around there. Now, when you watch her tilt her head like this and like that, you can tell she's making this shit up as she goes along, right? Taking a real stand against, you know, misogyny in this country. Where is it? Okay? Just because someone has an opinion against a female in power doesn't mean it's misogynistic. It means someone's challenging their opinion. I made that point very clear when Miss Freeland was told off in Alberta. Now, I can say that gentleman was being, you know, tasteless and unprofessional, but he had something to say. And if you're in the public eye making decisions in the name of the public, you take what's due to you based on public opinion. That's not hard to figure out. It isn't. It isn't. It's not hard to figure out. So while you're sitting there in Ottawa, making $200,000 plus, plus whatever connections you've, you've received from backbenchers and influencers alike who have helped create the Arrive Can app, and that's another story I'll work on later, okay? You're promoting this whole, oh, look at me. Oh, women are oppressed in this country. No, you're not. No, you're not. If any woman is oppressed in this country, it's single mothers that work two or three jobs to keep the lights on, to keep the bills paid, 
to make sure little Billy and Beth go to their hockey games and dance lessons. It's the single parent, not just women. It's single followers out there that, that do that too. So while you're sitting there doing this virtue, oh, look at me, I'm standing up for women. Okay, why don't you stand up for the women back in February that were part of the truckers' convoy? Why don't you stand up for the women that were hit with tear gas and batons? Why don't you stand up for the women that were treated unfairly and poorly by your boss? Something to think about, eh? But like I say, crack don't smoke itself. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And another thing, too. The women in Iran are taking a stand. Good for them. Well done for the women of Iran. Well done for women everywhere that have lived in these countries, been told what line to walk, how to cover their hair, about no makeup, some makeups, whatever. Okay. Well done for women in Iran. Okay. But when I look at the Liberal Party, what exactly have they done for women in this country that do struggle? What have they done for single parents in general who struggle? There are single fathers out there too, ladies and gentlemen, too. There are single men out there who have taken the responsibility to look after their kids. Okay, so single parent families are not just catered to to single women out there. There are single men out there who have stepped up the plate and looked after their sons and daughters who try to make light come out of darkness. So hats off to all the single parents out there that do their damn best to get the job done. It doesn't matter what color, what creed, what gender representation is there it's just legacy media and a lot of these politicians like to say that oh my god it's so hard it's not hard it's just your policies your doctrines and your lazy effing efforts make it hard liberal party and backbenchers and supporters alike too now here is a video of a trudeau uh, potato puppet extraordinaire uh, sparring off with Polyev over the whole uh, MGTOW hashtag thing. I'll let uh, you, my wonderful audience, sit there and uh, discuss it amongst yourselves there, ladies and gentlemen. Right, let me cue it up here. Yes, we have more and more and more of these wankers calling the shots for Canadian taxpayers. And it's just, it's just a real poop show, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll let you decide. Uh, you can uh, decide at your leisure what exactly this butt clown is doing per se, you know, <laughs> just cue it up here. Oh, it's got a cued. Yes. That's the sound bites are a little off here, ladies and gentlemen. So it's about two minutes and 50 seconds. So if you want to, uh, Oh, here we go. Wait for it. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Okay. There we are. Pardon my expressions here. We would not have learned that the conservative leader has been purposefully using his videos to appeal to far-right misogynistic online movements. These are anti-women movements and they have had devastating real-life consequences. Mr. Speaker, I call on the conservative leader to stand in this house, take responsibility and apologize. I condemned this organization and I corrected the problem as soon as it became known to me, Mr. Speaker. Okay, now he's encouraging the fact that just because that hashtag 
was on his profile that he's encouraging rampant sexism and misogyny all over the place. Big buzzword, eh? Oh, like I said, you know, just poop show. Poop show, ladies and gentlemen, real poop show. I'll carry on. I condemn, I condemn all forms of misogyny, including when the prime minister fired the very first female indigenous attorney general. when he mistreated minority young women in his own caucus who had to leave politics. And I condemn him for when he dressed up in racist costumes so many times he forgot them all. We condemn it always, Mr. Speaker. The choice made by the Conservative leader in reaching out to extremist online groups into uh, you know, pulling in anti-women misogynistic groups for his own political gain is one that he will have to answer for. I think women across this country want to know uh, why he allowed this to happen, want to see him take responsibility for it. I took responsibility and corrected it as soon as it became known to me. But the Prime Minister does not take responsibility for the extremism that he has funded. He funded a vicious anti-Semite to spread hatred online with tax taxpayers' dollars. He repeatedly, in fact, so many times he can't even keep track, dressed up in racist costumes for which he has not ever come fully to account. And he drove many women of his own caucus out of the party and out of parliament altogether with his mistreatment of them. We condemn all of that behavior. We condemn misogyny always and everywhere. And we ask the prime minister to finally do the same. We have all seen the effective campaign that uh, the leader of the opposition ran to become leader using online videos, uh, using uh, ways of reaching out through social media. We all marveled at his admiration of old wood. What we didn't see was that every time he put out the... But what we didn't see, Mr. Speaker, was uh, his uh, choice to include deliberate reach out, reaches out to far-right organizations, including hateful anti-women organizations, to try and advance his own political gains. He has played too close to the line with extremists for too long. Now he's got caught. Will he admit it? Will he apologize? Will he take responsibility? <laughs> I don't know what to say, but, uh, you know, it's the finger wag, the finger bind, you know, oh, you, you did this, you did that. And yet the only leadership I saw in that little stance was actually Polly ever calling on, him, calling on his bullshit. Now I've said before, ladies and gentlemen, I don't really agree with Polly that much because he's a career politician, but I would say he's the best hope we've got in our parliament right now. Okay, now we've all seen the footage of uh, Michelle Rempel uh, saying enough of this woke shit and covering her mouth as she said, you know, something unholy. Uh, I know it's forbidden to swear in Parliament and all that stuff, but if a guy like me was in Parliament, yeah, I'd be swearing all the time. That's just me, though. That's just my personality, part of my character, right? And uh, <laughs> you, you've seen for yourself, you know, where the liberal brand is thinking right now and how they want to operate. They don't want to do anything about the problems in Canada. They, they, they spend more time worrying about a freaking hashtag. Okay? Like I, I've said to you before, from what I understood of the MGTOW movement, they're not bad people. They just want to be left the hell alone. 
Maybe the government should take that cue. Hmm. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And like I've said before, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this all around. And one more round of applause out there to everyone who has subscribed. Like I said, I'm at 10,100 on YouTube, so thank you very much. That's right, because of wonderful people like you out there, and especially my new Twitter followers out there. Please click like, subscribe, and share my content all over your social media platform, too. And if you want to send me an email, Please send me an email at the bottom of the screen there, the red little heading, crustybcanuck67 at gmail.com. Tell me what's on your mind. And ask me a question. Ask me any question you want. And if the questions and uh, the statements are valuable enough and worth my time, then by all means, I will put them on the next show just for you, my wonderful audience out there too. So please click like, subscribe, share this content all over the place and do what we can to make this podcast what it is. Now, it takes wonderful people like you to make this show happen, and I'm more than happy to do it for you. So I'm going to carry on again with the whole gobble, gobble, more hashtag drama. Yes, the last thing we need is more bloody drama. With the war going on in Ukraine and some of the mainstream media reports stating that uh, the German, I think, visa consulate was hit with some rockets. I don't know about the casualties just of yet, but uh, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and a speculation about little Putin using nuclear uh, weapons we don't know let's hope to whatever god's up there watching over us that it's not going to happen uh, because uh, we both know ladies and gentlemen we all know you can't win a nuclear war right when you look at the nukes they use in Nagasaki and Hiroshima okay now I forget the actual formula with them they were just tiny in comparison to what's in arsenals today okay now let's say if Russia did fire a nuke and it hit some place in Ukraine that would affect Central Europe, and that would affect that part of Russia for a very, very long time. So it wouldn't be tactical or feasible to use it at all. So are those bigwigs out there are speculating in regards to, oh, he's going to use a nuke. Don't, because you're just incurring more fear and more what-ifs out there when we should be paying attention to what is right now. Right? That's just my take on that, too. And when it comes to our government telling the population about our military, maybe you should tell them the truth. How ready is Canada? Hmm? How ready is Canada when you think about it? How ready are we, in, let's say, if something came from the north or something came from the west or the east? How can we deal with it? Do we have to rely on our American friends? to pick up the weight for us. We should have the ability to do it ourselves. Now, based on my own personal libertarian beliefs, I believe that if you want to go to war and join your country's military, you do it your own accord because you as an individual want to do it. Okay. But when it comes to having a military to do its job, I think every country, every democratic country should have a robust military that can go at a moment's notice in case there's a crisis, i.e., let's say another tsunami that happened back in 2004, or an earthquake, or a flood, or a forest fire, or any kind of natural disaster where you need hands-on assistance to get the job done, rather than sending pockets and pockets and pockets here and there, right? 
Now, to the troops out there that help with Hurricane Fiona, well done to you guys. Well done to you men and ladies out there who did a wonderful job to assist the populace in regards to that. But I think there should be at least 20 times more capability to get that done. Things on standby if something happens. Like I said, a natural disaster, a weather disaster, or heaven forbid, a fucking battle. Because you and I both don't want to see any more battles, but history has proven we should be on standby, standby especially this day and age, right? So this Thanksgiving, let us give thanks to our friends and family who are still here with us today. Let us give thanks to our friends and our loved ones who are no longer with us. Let us give thanks to to our fallen, and let us give thanks to ourselves for being here and being able to see another day. I've been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 10th of October, 2022. Happy Turkey Days to you all out there. To my friends and family, I miss you. I love you. To my new fan base, to my followers, thank you very much for the follows and the subscriptions. And please share all my content all over your social media platforms. It's because you wonderful people out there that I keep making these shows and speaking my mind and putting the commentary out there. I'll leave links and everything in my description in regards to the videos I showed you all there too and how you can sponsor me or how you can support me too. And if there's anybody out there who has a small business who would like me to advertise, please let me know. Contact information in the description. I'd be more willing to give you a hand. You know, I help you, you help me back and forth, scratch your back and scratch my back. You know how it works. But once again, ladies and gentlemen, let us just be thankful that we're here today. There's food in our fridge. The lights are still on. And we got each other during these giant times. Like I said, I've been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 10th of October. Happy Thanksgiving to all yous out there. And I wish nothing but great things for yous, for yous all. I want wonderful things to happen. And I wish yous all prosperity, love, and peace. But like I say, too, do what you can to help each other out in these trying times. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, humanity and merit wins the day. I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy.